Are you guys ready? No, always. No. I'm sleep. I'm going back to bed. I'm getting 200 mixed messages right now. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been napping all day or something? Um, I had a power nap, yeah. That's why I was a little bit late. I literally just had to like quickly get out of bed, get dressed, prep this. What's the difference between a nap and a power nap? Um, it's incredibly beef, brief. Like incredibly beef. That's <laughs> yeah. the difference. Ah, there's a lot of beef involved. Where's my normal maps? Maps are chicken. <laughs> I see. I, don't, I can't really. In fact, that is something which I've never really known. Is isn't does a nap actually require you to fall asleep, or is it just laying there with your eyes shut? It's meant to. I don't think it matters. If it's a really short nap, I think it's not. But generally, it's like the length of it you want it to be just enough to put you into that state where you get the good, the goodness, and then you just wake up. Hmm. So That's my, the general idea. My problem with it is I close my eyes and I lay there, and I'm like, I don't feel like I'm getting refreshed by doing this. So if I go for a nap where I actually lay down and fall asleep, I wake up half an hour later feeling like absolute garbage. And I'm like, wow, I feel yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah. Depends whether you truly needed it or not, that's the thing. As well. <laughs> my eyes feel it, but my body's ready. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's sometimes, you know, there's times where you oversleep and you actually feel worse. And you mm. kind of feel a bit tired. Probably. And it's like, it's, that's probably the times you don't need it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I only had a nap because um, I've been up since early. Um, I went to bed late last night and was up early streaming and editing. I just stayed up until like 9pm and I was like, I should probably have a little nap so I don't come into the podcast like, Hey guys. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Hype Check. Oh, hello. I play hello. video games for fun. <laughs> <laughs> should, should day has just been stream Amy time nap podcast. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. it's great. Yeah, <laughs> you oh. got him down to a T. Sounds alright. Turn him into a trading card. Put a stamp on it. Ship him. <laughs> we now know what this product is. <laughs> Did you manage to beat the le level with the? With yes, the bounce I levels? beat. Um, I beat four levels in that stream today. Nice. Nice. We should probably start the podcast before we accidentally begin it without an intro. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you can do whatever the fuck you like, Dave. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I might just. I might just add all this. <laughs> I might just add all this because I can. I mean, yeah, it's, um, it's the prequel. Oh no! So that is a little cold open, and then just go into. It could work. I'm it could work. Your intro. Do you know? Do you know? Like, it always starts. It always starts the same way, and it starts with, "Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hype Check Podcast." That was a shit segue, but you could blame these two. Because they wouldn't stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined by my lovely co-hosts, Spalkine and Nanogear. Say hello, boys. Hello. Hi. Hi, hi. Good day. And I am your lovely host, the man that has got too much shit to do this week. I am Top Hat Massacre. Please save me from this hell. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh. the, that's the one and only time you can use that intro. So uh, every other time... Oh, oh yeah. If you're busy, <laughs> you can't use it. I'm not allowed to have holiday ever again. <laughs> That's right. I thought you had a week off. You're busy? I'm really busy mm, on this week, it. yeah. I am very busy this week. Um, so, 
what what it is is i've got the holiday monday through sunday and what was it um monday was just a day off where i started streaming um tuesday was yesterday when i got my hair cut um but that requires me to drive to like four towns over i'm counting all the little shit in between where we live in chichester um get my hair done and honestly getting lovely blonde like this getting lovely blonde um I was sitting in there for freaking four hours. <laughs> oh. Honestly, I was in the chair. We dyed my hair. We washed it all out, put all the lovely shampoo in, sat me back down in front of the mirror, and me and the hairdresser looked at each other and were just like, we can get this brighter, can't we? Like, yeah, I think we can. They called over another person. And they were just like, look, we need to get this guy's hair brighter, all right? Let's both go to town. I literally had these two women either side of me, like, really close like pressing against my shoulders like wiping dye into my hair and i'm just sitting there in the middle like i'm i'm comfortable <laughs> i'm fine one customer i was gonna say i hope they kept you entertained but it sounds like they did um just by doing that to be honest at the same time it's, it's just like this this sounds like the mad scientists like i heard that one time you managed to go whiter than this <laughs> Could we do this? I mean, it's theoretically possible, but I just don't know. I don't know if we can do this. You help me on this assignment? <laughs> His I... hair may not be retrievable afterwards. <laughs> need to be careful. But to, go too far. To be fair, they did say that a few times. They were like, we've managed to push your hair to the point which we can't go any further. Otherwise, you will not have hair. And I was like, that's fine. I'm happy with what you've done. That's all good. I'm on, I'm on my way. You may have gained Super Saiyan powers from this. I, I definitely went further. I definitely went beyond. Mm. But it, I, I just found it funny because um, the girl which was doing my hair was so surprised at how well I was putting up with it. Um, I don't, Mason, you've had your hair bleached a few times, right? Do you know yeah. how much it bloody stings? Um, I mean, yeah, it stings a bit. Um, it depends on how you get it done, though. Is yours mostly... Is yours mostly for your tips? I can't remember. I know you've been blonde before. Um, yes, I haven't actually done my roots before, so that's probably why I haven't bothered stinging. That makes sense. Yeah, I've, gone down, I've gone down close, but yeah, not the, uh, yeah. not the roots. It's almost as if you've got um, hot water just running on your head, and you want to itch the living crap out of it, and you have to sit there for an hour straight and put up with it. Um... It's not a pleasant feeling, but anybody who has ever had their hair bleached like, will understand. If you've had it properly scalped, you'll be sitting there yeah. like wanting to scratch your head, but you just can't. Um, but yeah, she was finding it really weird how I managed to put up with it for an hour, then had like everything else done, sat back down and said, let's do it again. <laughs> I was like, you're freaking mad. I'm willing. It's, it's fine as long as it's not that often, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. Doesn't sound that bad. You'll have to tell me the name of the place sometime. Um, That's not like fun. I really get my hair dyed where I work anyway, to be honest. But yeah. Uh, uh, so today it was my brother's birthday. So happy brother. Happy birthday, Dan. You little happy git. He's 24 today. And I'm trying to encourage him to get all his hair cut off because, <laughs> because he's balding. <laughs> Didn't he already do that? He hasn't done it yet. He's doing it tomorrow. Yeah. So looking forward to seeing how he turns out. Hmm. 
Um, yeah, and then I've got stuff going on this weekend. One thing which I have got going on this weekend on Saturday is I've got a freaking Shadowverse tournament to go to, and my decks are not ready. <laughs> yeah, good luck for that. Sincerely. It's an official tournament held by, like, I know there's a couple of official tournaments, I think. This one specifically is called SVO, which is just Shadowverse Open. Um, I mean... Yeah. You'll do it, right. You'll be fine. Like uh, I, <laughs> I went to. A, I mean, you know, you know how badly I play Super Smash Brothers. I went to a fucking Super Smash Brothers tournament one time. It didn't go well. It was. Oh, did you? <laughs> I was just like, why fucking not? I've got nothing to lose. I'll just go play. <laughs> See what happened. Was it fun? It was alright. I got wiped out in the first round, so it was. Oh, <laughs> I, it was like different caliber of player. I don't play that game well. Mm. I just thought, yeah, yeah this be fun. <laughs> yeah. I could get that. that. That reminds me of the times I used to sit down with Callum and we would have what was supposed to be casual matches, but very quickly turned competitive. He'd be just happily kicking my ass as Pac-Man and I'll just be throwing the controller down just, why? Why can't I beat you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's very I, difficult to have casual smash. Yeah. Put that on someone's tombstone. Well, <laughs> like, that you is know what, a, what you're saying. That <laughs> you is a meant. sentence you can really take out of context. <laughs> <laughs> it is really, yeah. really hard to have casual smash. It's also really hard when you have casual smash. All right, smash bros. Okay, I mean, depends. Depends how your Bit boat late. floats, but. <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. If you want to smash your bros as well. Yeah, you know what? You two you. just take this segment. I'm going gonna... <laughs> to... You just scroll away. See you later, Mason. <laughs> Off he goes into the kitchen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, I, I, I need to play Smash again, but we're waiting for... Um, like, E3 is pretty much around the corner. Like, it's not that far away at all. It's like a month off. I think it's end of June. Um, it's almost guaranteed the next Smash character is being announced for that, and who knows what else Nintendo is going to throw up into the air. It's uh, normally yeah. early June, because it's at the end of May-ish to the early June. I believe. So yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, pretty much everybody's there except for, I think, Microsoft aren't? Sony. It's Sony, okay. It was one or the other. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it's Sony. I think everyone's showing up. Start, even Nintendo showing up, which is rare. Yeah. Apparently, so. Yeah, I can imagine it? they'd all be eager to get back into it. Yeah. So, yeah, 12th of June. Not, not far at all. Mm. Mm. A month away. I mean, E3 itself is a very, like, controversial thing at the moment just because they had that issue where pretty much every attendant had their data leaked to a bunch of hackers you oh. could literally just go on their website and you could find all the information of every attendee so if you went to e3 on i think it was 2018 or something i remember 2019 um literally all your data was just up in the air um Jesus. so people were really pissed about that and i think I that's that's one thing which caused some companies to be like, right, that's the final nail in the coffin. We're going to pull away from E3 and just focus on directs and state of plays and mm. all of those other um, kind of insane. events. 
Um, but I think now, because E3 is purely digital, you can only watch it online, there's not that risk because yeah. you're not having to register to attend. You literally just watch it. Yeah. So that makes sure. a bit more sense. And that probably, that's probably why Nintendo's back. Like, I, Nintendo's one of the first people to dip out and be like, we don't actually need E3 because our platform is really strong already. Like, Nintendo directs people, more and more people know what that is. Um, yeah. But they're, they're still they're coming the back. Same, they get all the same niche people to come watch that and they know where to go for their stuff and then they don't really care about anything else. Yeah, makes sense. I've still got... Well, <laughs> I say I've got no idea who the next Smash character will be, but me and Mason have been throwing some theories back and forth in the downtimes well, at work. Not really theories, but my hopes. Hopes and <laughs> so dreams. I it's going to happen. Yes, hopes <laughs> and dreams. I she completely forgot there was still two more? Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, two more. See, my idea is that both will be announced at the same time. And this mm. will be the last, like, DLC we get. Hmm. Uh, maybe they're both announced at the same time. I don't know if they released them both at the same time. See, I, I thought it was um, unlikely that they'd ever do it. But I think Pyra and Mithra have really changed my opinion on that. They're both mm. basically completely different characters. They have two, um, different tools. The only thing which is the same is their down special, and that's transform. It's the same yeah. as Sheik and Zelda. Yet all of their specials are different, and all their normals are different. So they wait, are is, is, two characters in one. Is Mif wait? Is Mifra a actual separate option? No, it, um, you remember Zelda from Melee? Um, you could press down and special, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. change to Sheik. No, it's exactly the same thing. Character. That's why I thought it was. Yeah, hmm. I, I didn't know if it was a whatever they called it, a shadow character or something. Where it's a echo. just echo a yeah, echo. Yeah, I didn't know if it was one of those. No. Um, but no, that was that was still one character. Right? Yeah, it's still one character. But what that leads me to believe is it's not that outlandish for them to do two, because mm. Pyra and Mithra basically are two characters in one. The only thing which... Uh, they have two final smashes, depending on which one you're using. Like, it's so obvious that they've made two characters and slapped them together. It doesn't seem outlandish that these next two characters could both be released at the same time. No. Although, is the Game Awards still a thing? Uh, yeah. Uh, November. Is it that late? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if they just finished it off by doing one at E3 and then one at the game awards again and then just you know they're all out by the end of the year they could it depends what else they've got in the works because mm. i we're at the point now where we're getting to the end of ultimate's life cycle um but that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to make another smash title i wouldn't be surprised if they held off for quite some years before doing another one yeah it usually requires a new console to come out before they do it. Um, yeah, and obviously there's the problem with this one where it's like, if they do make another one, it's going to have to be smaller in scope because this one's far too big and they'll never go this big or bigger again. Right? Yeah. So there's like a lot of questions and like up in the air about that, whether they'd actually want to make a new one anytime soon or just wait for a very long time before bothering. Oh, oh no, we seem to have lost Mason. No. He glitched. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He'll be back in a moment. But, um, 
Uh, what was I going to say? New, new Smash Bros. thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I know it's in re- relevance to that. So, seeing Mason <laughs> vanish completely threw me off. <laughs> just wiped your mind entirely. Yeah, just blah, who am I? I'm blonde. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I don't think it's that outlandish that they would have two different characters because I feel like um, they would probably go out with quite a bang. Uh, this is completely glitched for pod, um. The video. Yeah, I imagine. Oh, well, we'll ha- you guys will have to live with the video looking like this for a bit until uh, Mason gets back. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so... I reckon they would want to go out with a bang, which leads me to believe that they would be quite happy to do something outlandish like make two characters. I also have the theory that if they made those two characters, they could make a stage that combines the two. So it would still be one stage which is released, but it would be a uh, like combo stage. Um, the only thing which really fits the bill, in my opinion, is if they announced Master Chief and announced Doom Guy straight after, and had a stage which was the Covenant um, fighting Hell. I'm so sorry. Welcome back. That's so good absolutely DC'd. My internet didn't crash or anything, but my Discord connection just went to shit. Kaboots. Uh, I'll be honest, I've been having like just random actual internet disconnections a lot recently, so... Oh, that's fucking annoying. Clearly the UK is sinking. <laughs> yeah, of course. We are sinking. Each morning I can hear the ferry pull up and go... <laughs> <laughs> it inches closer each day. Yeah. But hey, um, as those which might be listening on Spotify, we do stream this and then take the recording and slap it on Spotify, which is why sometimes there are these strange little hiccups which don't make any sense. What do you mean the video's gone? I'm using my ears. Well, yeah, you're lucky. You don't have to put up with that. (laughs) (laughs) You pay attention to the road, Mr. Whoever you are that is driving and listening to us talk about bollocks. Yeah, I know know who you are. (laughs) I'm talking to you. I'm addressing you right now. <laughs> and calling people out. Your blinkers are on. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't, I don't know, know if it would be Doom Guy and Master Chief. To be honest, it just, they just seem. I know they're not overall similar, but they just kind of feel similar in a way. Um. Yeah, I don't know if they do both of those. My my logic behind it was the fact that Microsoft have recently acquired Bethesda. And Nintendo and Microsoft seem to be getting on really well. Yeah, I yeah. can see that, I guess. Yeah. Um, It's more just if they did add Master Chief, who would their final character be? And for me, it only makes sense for it to be a duo release with Master Chief and Doom Guy, or it'd be Master Chief and just someone that no one predicted. Of which Mason's probably got the correct character for no one would have seen this coming. And I think that would be Goku. <laughs> it is No man, I have high hopes. It's so out of left field, but if it <laughs> happened, it, w- it would be explosive. <laughs> I feel like if they were going to do a double pack, they'd like both be a Microsoft thing, though, if that was mm. the case. Like, I don't know, maybe they'll just pull Conquer out of retirement or something. 
That'd be funny as hell. <laughs> Conquering Master Chief. Yeah, <laughs> that's the combo. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Conker just walking out of a massive dust cloud, and the first he whips out a frying pan and just goes, "Fuck!" <laughs> just <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> oh, that'll be amazing. Yeah, they just he whips out a Halo weapon. Yeah. <laughs> and they see you see a silhouette walking out of the smoke, and it's just Conker, Conker in full Master Chief gear. That would be pretty damn funny. <laughs> or just a tra the Master Chief trailer, but the camera is always angled upwards, so it looks like he's tall. But then finally, when the camera like actually evens out, he's actually like only a foot tall, and <laughs> it's, yeah. it's actually a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> I think Conker would be an interesting um, one, but mm. ah, I don't know if Nintendo would be okay having that on their platform again. <laughs> no, I don't see it. I don't know. Maybe not. It's effectively a dead character that is like the least Nintendo thing mm. out there right now. This is just like neutered Conker. Like he doesn't say anything offensive. Mm. It's just, it looks like him, but it's just taking all his soul away. <laughs> Though saying like mature stuff for Nintendo, um, I think two days ago, or it might have been yesterday, they um, released a new trailer for No More Heroes 3. And the funny thing about it is if you try to watch that trailer through an embedded link, it doesn't let you. You have to go to YouTube itself to watch it because a YouTube warning comes up that says this video is rated explicit and you have to go to YouTube to watch it. You can't watch an embedded video version, which is very strange. That is very odd. I believe it's because in the first, like, 20 seconds of the trailer, there's like this princess Lita girl which says fuck like four times. Wow. I it's, sure. it's gonna be a bizarre game. It just looks odd in every way. I don't, I don't know what to think about those games. Oh, it's insanely self-aware. But hmm. the the main character loves video games, and so everything about the game is it just references like Star Wars, you name it. Yeah, he has a lightsaber for goodness sake and the way that you charge it is you squat and shake it like this <laughs> that's how you recharge it <laughs> no I was not thrusting whilst I did that I'll just leave that say, to your so imagination we're, like, we're, gonna, we're gonna poke fun at me for what I said earlier but we're not gonna poke fun at Dave for that no just <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't have the energy you mean shit <laughs> I'll, I'll admit, like, I'm <laughs> I'm not a bully, but I come across as one sometimes. <laughs> it's called a playful teasing. I know people can take it. Mm -hmm. I can't to leave me alone. <laughs> I mean, we weren't, we weren't really taking, you know, we weren't taking the piss out of you for it. We were just stating the obvious facts about what you were, what you were saying. <laughs> and, you know, you take that however you want to take that, Mason. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, understood. Look, Travis touchdown in No More Heroes 3 literally jerks his sword off to charge it, alright? <laughs> Sounds about right. I mean, that's on the game developers, not Dave, to be honest. It was, it, it was you know the perfect Fair thing. <laughs> it was the perfect <laughs> idea because the game came out on the Wii, so you had the Wiimote to do it with. If you actually wanted... Great. 
you had to charge your sword. If you didn't, you couldn't fight. So you have freaking grown adults with a Wiimote in their hands, <laughs> shaking it up and down, making it look like they're freaking jacking it. Yeah. That's the perfect self-aware thing for them to do, actually. Yeah. It's like taking the piss out of how so many games have you do very suggestive things with the Wiimote. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah I like that. The game's save point is you go to a toilet, Travis pulls his trousers down, sits down, and the would you like to save menu prompt covers his junk. <laughs> okay, that's, that's uh, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, keep an eye on that one. It's going to be a very bizarre hack and slash, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm in the mood for something that's just bizarre. Hmm. And I'm not talking like near bizarre, because near bizarre, I just look at it and it loses me. It's the difference between convoluted bollocks and bright blue alien man headbutting the crap out of dude with energy sword. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. It's a very different type of thing, though. Maybe it's because I don't have the patience anymore for it. I just if a game is gonna be like, here's our law, but you need to think really hard to understand it. Here's ambigu- ambiguous character A and ambiguous character B, and somehow they're related, but you're never going to know unless you play through it 27 times. And I was like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Just make them have really cool backstories, act awesome. Why is one of them not Virgil? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> why, is one, why is one of them not a garden chair? <laughs> uh, I'll keep bringing up that garden chair. <laughs> you understand that meme, right, Jay? I do. There, um, do you know the garden chair meme, Mason? I have no idea what you're talking about, no. What is in, this? in Devil May Cry 5, <laughs> there are garden chairs. Just mm. white plastic ones. They're really cheap shit that you can, like, buy. Um, and they're just an asset in the game, and you can attack them. For some strange reason, they're one of the only objects in the game which won't slice in half, or break, or anything. They'll literally just yeah. stay there sturdy. Somebody decided at the end of Devil May Cry 5 to mod out a chair that Virgil sits in and replaced it with the plastic chair. So you just, Dante walks up and goes, Your portal opening days are over, Virgil. Give me the Yamato. And he just pans over to Virgil and he's sitting in a shitty plastic chair <laughs> instead of a throne. Um, but Jay sent me yeah. a link the other day, which um, someone had modded Virgil's model and replaced it with the chair. So you now you play as a chair with Virgil's sword. No. There's no way. It's, it's, it looks amazing. Um, yeah, I knew they'd taken it to the next level with that. I had to send it to you. The, the meme is incredible. I love it. Oh, did you send in it to God's him? Name. Yeah, I just put it in the chat. <laughs> he is the wow. storm that is coming. I said, like, the lit up, like, spinning ring of chairs that his abilities turn into as well. They're meant to be glowing swords, but they replace those <laughs> with plastic chairs as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Looks amazing. I love the meme community <laughs> in Capcom games. It's so good. That's brilliant. Like, um, uh, in Resident Evil 2 Remake, um, you are constantly stalked by an enemy called Mr. X. As you're... You've got a big like police station that you're supposed to go around and solve all these puzzles and you do a lot of backtracking and the entire time Mr. X is walking around you can hear his boots like clunk 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 as he goes down the corridors and it's terrifying in all honesty if you've got bad anxiety Mr. X will let you know um 
I have modded my version of Resident Evil 2 so that instead of playing the dark, dreary music, it instead plays XCOM, give it to you. What? <laughs> I don't know any of the lyrics, but it's I, every time I boot that game up, I forget I've installed it. And I just hear him coming down the stairs. XCOM, give it to you. First you're gonna rock, then you're gonna roll. Yeah, that's <laughs> just it. going down the corner. Go, let it go. But just clocks you one. Yeah, that's great. You can also replace this model with Thomas the Tank Engine if you really wanted to. Oh, that's in goddamn every game now, isn't it? It's Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. It's the upright one with the arms. It took less than four hours for someone to um, replace Lady Dimitrescu's model in Resident Evil 8 with Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> it, there were mods that quick. I've got. I saw something earlier. I've got to find and share. You know, uh, I, for that, I, that I might already know what it is. Um, somebody managed to mod out the baby and replace it with Chris no. Redfield. There's <laughs> so, a lot of little things that I keep finding. There's just, there's a baby section at the beginning of the game where you carry a baby around, and they modded out like its head and replaced it with like a forty year old man's grown head. <laughs> it looks so odd. But then it all comes full circle because my brother sent me um a meme this morning, which was they replaced Chris's body with the baby's head. You could just keep modding all these random things for no apparent reason. I adore it. I just don't. I just don't get it. Like so there's one where, wow. where she's just wearing like full combat gear for some reason. <laughs> I have no idea why. I I. I... <laughs> modding games has always been such a fantastic thing ever since like skyrim gave you the tools to make some hilarious stuff i remember back in the day of oblivion i modded a bloody ichigo's bonkai into the game like you can you can even get the mask which are, which changes your character's voice a little bit like 14 year old me had his mind blown because i was like oh get so attention <laughs> <laughs> the weird distortion on the voice, yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I can exactly do it, but... Yeah. Yeah, but like, modding is just really, really interesting these days, and I think the, um, the Resident Evil stuff has just been really consistent with it. The fact that Thomas the Tank Engine just seems to keep appearing. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, There's loads of zombies in the game. They've all been replaced with... um, What's that clown from It? Pennywise. Pennywise, that's it. Yeah, they've replaced the zombies with Pennywise. They've replaced the zombies with Ricardo, the meme. <laughs> and they've also replaced the zombies with um, uh, Barney the Dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh wow, that is Lady oh. Dimitrescu in combat gear, but she keeps the hat! <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does. Why does she yeah. keep the hat? Why would you not, is the question. <laughs> It's the so, only thing that makes you know it's her. <laughs> she struggles enough to get through doorways as is. <sighs> Bloody bizarre. But whilst we're on the topic, I might as well bring it up. Um, Resident Evil 8 came out earlier this week, and um, I don't know if either of you have seen anything about it. Uh, well, if you yeah. somehow managed to avoid it, that would be surprising to me at this point. Yeah, I've watched um, a few live streams on it. Hmm. Um, I've been watching um, like a couple, but um, it's one of those things which I wasn't necessarily going to go and buy myself because I was kind of on the fence about it. So I just wanted to watch through a bunch and just see how I felt. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I'm probably happy to say that Capcom are still hitting it out of the park. At, like they've had a consistent four years of just dropping bombshell after bombshell of a game. Mm-hmm. It's quite impressive. Which are mostly Resident Evil games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they have been. Um, starting with Resident Evil 7, where they basically just said, we're going back to the drawing board, here's a fantastic horror game. Um, yeah. Resident Evil 2 Remake, fantastic remake, and just generally really good game. Resident Evil 3 Remake isn't as good, but it's still bloody good. Mm. Most um, of the problem with that one is it's just short, and that's because the original game was pretty short, as far as I'm aware. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like bad per se. There's some issues with um, the second half of the game just because it becomes very linear and mm. Nemesis isn't as good in it. Like he's great at the beginning and then like an hour in he just kind of it's... vanishes a bit into the full background and it's... But there are problems with free but it's still really good nonetheless. Like if you get it cheap it's still worth a play. Um, yeah. They've also dropped Monster Hunter World which broke all of Capcom's records. It is Capcom's highest like profitable game is monster mm. hunter not street fighter not resident evil it's monster hunter mm. interesting like and then monster hunter rise came out a couple of weeks ago and then you've got bloody resident evil village you have devil may cry 5 and the devil may cry 5 special edition like if you're a capcom fan now is the time to be a capcom fan because holy crap Cal- you've got so many good games yeah i forgot that was them Fair. Mm. yeah yeah, it's, it's really good stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, I haven't looked at, I haven't looked properly in depth to anything. I've seen obviously all the memes of Resident Evil Eight, and uh, yeah, and all this modding stuff. But uh, yeah, I've not watched anything because it is the sort of game I would like to play. But I've heard good things, so yeah, yeah. Um, there is one thing which I would want to at least mention about it. Um, because I think there's been. And do you know what, in fact, before I even say anything, allow me to just say pr- pretty fair um, spoiler for um, the second major sh- section of the game, because everyone that has played it or seen it is going to know exactly what I'm going to start talking about, because it's quite disturbing. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, just spoilers for Resident Evil Village, if you want to go play it by yourself and you want to know what's going on, skip ahead a couple of minutes. I won't take too long on this. But basically, um, there's definitely a bit of a stigma in the air of um, PT being cancelled. And especially since it was supposed to be one of the, like, scariest horror games ever. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, the demo, which is PT, is still... It bloody haunts me. Like, that game definitely, like, left some images in my head. Um, there is a segment in, um, Resident Evil 8, which is hilarious, well, not hilariously, but is definitely inspired by PT, to the point where you literally have all your weapons taken off of you. There's just a bit where it flashes, and then you look at your inventory, and it goes, oh, where's all my guns? And you have to play through this entire psychological segment where like your mm. the body of your wife is on a table and like you can keep hearing your daughter in your ear and you're trying to like solve these puzzles whilst going down eerie corridors and like it's just it's really creepy and then the climax of it 
it's one of those moments of walking down a pitch black corridor with just oh. enough light to see the walls either side of you. And then when you get to the end of the corridor, that's when everyone starts clipping Twitch streams. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's surprisingly good. Uh, people have been definitely playing through that section and being like, oh, this is what the game's turning into. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, sounds really awesome. I'd play it myself, but I'm a scaredy cat. <laughs> I don't mind the running around, but ban zombies, ba boom, don't mind that. But the moment I'm sitting in a room where all my guns have been taken away, and I'm like, why is everything red and dark? Ah. <laughs> what was that? What was that? What was that? <laughs> I'm extremely jaded. It's so so very hard to properly scare me. So that's interesting. I'll enjoy doing that. Um, I'm in between. How so? Scary easily, but I'm also um quite invested in horror games. I like them. Played um was it Outlast one and two? Love those games. Outlast are good. Fantastic games. I think they're definitely games which you need to be hands-on to really feel a lot of the immersion because I don't, yeah. I didn't classify those as very scary games, but I know that playing it would probably be a different story. Um, well, it's just a lot of jump scares, like a lot, and it's, um, there's a lot that you just don't see coming at all. Mm. There are some that are teased, some that um, have build-up, and there are some that are just so sudden you literally shit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I always... The story is also really good as well. So yeah, I, I love those games. Horror games are great. Yeah, I think jump scares are the cheapest form of like scares in those games. They're like, mm. you, you, it doesn't matter what it is. At the end of the day, most of the time of a jump scare, if somebody puts something in front of your face extremely quickly, you're gonna like, you're gonna yeah. like, yeah, yeah, just reflexively go back from it. It's like it's not necessarily scary. It's just mm. you know instinct. That's why I don't like them. It, it puts you <laughs> in an immediate like state of, oh no, what's going on? What's that? Oh, God help me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like feeling that vulnerable when something's that close to me. It's no yeah. wonder people freak out and punch them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love those freak out. <laughs> well, you've seen, um, there's like a really old, I don't think it's like a You've Been Frame video or something, but just this dude pops out of a um, garbage bin. In like a wolf mask and goes raw yes. and this dude just clocks him. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah. Viral clip. Yeah, I completely get it. Like, it's like, it's like uh, what is it, like a werewolf costume? Uh, something like, like that. Ah! And before he even fully screams, the dude just knocks him out or something. <laughs> he falls back into the bin. <laughs> get back yeah. in the trash. <laughs> it's happening, yeah, that's yeah. why like yeah, that's why, like, despite despite being hard to scare, like I will, I will often have times at work where I'm walking around with headphones on, and someone who I just not do not expect to turn up, just like turns up beside me, and it will just completely take me like off, <laughs> catch me off guard. I was like, oh fucking hell, you scared the shit out of me. Be a hard drop. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh. It's like I know, I know, no one's in here. Nobody can get in here. Nobody could ever, <laughs> unless it's somebody that I work with. So it's like, not a problem. But yeah. It's why I like um, I like the fact that I've got very light feet. Like I, I don't make much noise when I move. Mm. There are other people which, like I've definitely seen people which just stomp Heavy as bird. they move. Yeah, um, 
But if all I've got on me is my phone and my keys, you'll probably not know that I'm approaching until, like, you notice my looming shadow. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm the exact same. The amount of times at work that I've scared the absolute shit out of colleagues. Mm. <laughs> and all I'm doing is just, like, walking up to them from behind. It's like, hey. The second I say hey, they're like, fuck, where'd you come from? I've been here for I've been walking towards you for like a solid minute. <laughs> Slowly but surely I'm coming. Just quietly. I'm very um I'm almost silent with my footsteps. I think we're all I think we're all good sneaky boys then. I think I'm just I got used to having to sneak around at night, I think, because my parents yeah. like Yeah, it's literally why it is. Uh... And they're like my brother's the complete opposite. He'll just like stomp around, slam doors and shit. <laughs> Swing like, open fridge doors. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's um it's good to be able to sneak around there. It's good Stop. to be able to sneak around. It is. Hello, welcome to the Breaking and Entering podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we'll be talking about lockpicks. I was thinking that. <laughs> uh, I think like that's probably why I whistle so much. It's because I I've just gotten to a point now where so many people are just like jumpy whenever I approach. I just kind of want them to know I'm there. Hmm. Just, am, I, am I that easy to ignore? <laughs> well, the reason why I don't notice people coming is because I'm listening to music. It wouldn't matter how fucking loud you were, I wouldn't see you coming. Hi! <laughs> 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 screaming while running at you. Well, maybe if you were screaming, yeah. Oh! <laughs> Just this is, what, this is exactly what living with Jay is going to be like at the end of the year. Just I'll lean out of my bedroom and be like, hey, Jay! Fuck you! <laughs> It just doesn't if you want to do that and just annoy other people, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> to be honest, I was doing that and I was like, I really hope my mic's picking this up because I'm aiming my voice in the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, people are all good. Nah, to be fair, like, I, I've, me and Jay have lived together before. I think the only thing which was weird was I, I get bored, so I seek conversation sometimes. I just get up and go into people's rooms. <laughs> yeah, I somewhat missed that. that, to be honest. So. Looking forward to it. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I was at your place for like two months recently, and I think... I don't know, because for a number of times, your work pattern is very strange. Quite often you'd be asleep whilst I was awake doing stuff. Like, I would be streaming and Jay would be asleep literally like a wall away. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah sometimes it'd be the opposite, because this is how it works, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, sometimes I'd have to be up during the night and Dave's just sleeping, so yeah, kind of you know, it won't be as bad when you don't have to literally walk through my bedroom to get to the kitchen. Yeah. But it's a, if it's like a proper place then it's a different situation. Yeah. I mean, this is just the life of the bloody 20s now really, isn't it? It's just people do overnight jobs and people stay up really late anyway. I mean, we're kind of doing it now. It's gone one o'clock. Um, yeah, true. There's that, but there's also it is a very out there job, <laughs> to be fair. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to deny that, but like, I, I've known people which work overnight that I've worked with. Um, I mean, ironically enough, when I go back to work next week, my very first shift is an overnight shift. So yeah. hooray for me! No sleep. <laughs> See you later Tuesday. I'm going to be spending you in bed. <laughs> This summer, <laughs> in this summer, one man sleeps for six months straight. 
How is he gonna look coming out the other end? <laughs> anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> All I was gonna say was to take guesses on how long his beard will be. <laughs> I don't think that's the worst thing you have to worry about, to be honest. Your toenails or something is just that's what oh, I'm expecting. I wasn't thinking like about that. Like Lister coming out of stasis. Oh god. Oh yeah, freaking Rinse like, keeps coming up recently. Just spirals. Man starts to decompose after an overnight shift, causing him to go into a mild coma. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only mild, he's still walking. <laughs> he just can't acknowledge anything. It's constant sleepwalking. It's Tuesday. <laughs> It's Cinema's Tuesday. <laughs> I've never heard one say Tuesday. It's improv, improv. My improv's not perfect. <laughs> Buy your popcorn, salt or sweet. <laughs> or a puke flavor. Overpriced as shit. Get your pick and mix now with giant gummy worms. The literal only thing you'll pick up. Huh. <laughs> Boy, I miss going to the cinema. I'm sorry, Jay. If you wanted to talk about something, you're wrong. No, no, no. This is, this is good stuff. You're, you're wrong. You're wrong. If you oh, wanted well. to change the conversation, fuck you. No, go, go ahead, Jay. Go ahead. Yeah, go no, ahead. I was, I was just, I was just going to rail us back into, into some sort of uh, subject, really. Um, what have people been playing for the last week or two, probably, at this point? Um, Dave, do you want to go first? Ooh, the ball is in my court once again. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I caved and decided to buy Pokemon Snap. Um, yes, you did. I I literally found the cheapest way for me to get it was to go to a supermarket. So I hopped on my bike and just drove to a supermarket to go pick it up because my local one didn't have it. Um, yeah. Uh. Interesting game. Interesting game. Um, I've got some things w with it which I'm a bit um, iffy with, but um, for the most part, it's Pokemon Snap. If you've played the one on the N64, you'll get a kick out of it. Like, it's the same game. Um, yeah. If you've never played Pokemon Snap before, welcome to some people's childhood. Like, it is a very unique game. In a sense, it's just all about taking really good pictures of Pokemon. Yeah, I've got to agree with you there on that point. Like, I didn't really play the original. I played it maybe once around somebody else's house or something like that. Um, so I had no idea what to properly expect. But I've been enjoying it a lot, to be honest. There's uh, way better animations in this than there was in the <laughs> Sword and Shield, that's for sure. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and that's you know surprising <laughs> to a certain extent. I mean, that's a given because there's a yeah, that's what they're focusing on, right? To yeah. a certain degree. Um, but it was also the fact that like they couldn't really go wrong as such because the original one is so old at this point. Like mm. whatever they added to it the had to have elevated it well above the original, in my opinion. Um. And I just can't see them taking anything out because it's a relatively simple game, the old one. Yeah, I mean, um, it it's a game with like very obvious goals of just take pictures, get points. But the thing which made it stand out 
was that there were alternate routes to take, but there was they weren't obvious. No, and yeah. it there were Pokemon which you wouldn't know were there unless you knew the little secret to get them to occur. Such as if you smack a Magikarp into a waterfall, it causes it to evolve and then a Gyarados jumps out. Um and things like that. Um I would say that so far has been one of my little disappointments is the actual interactions you have with the Pokemon are very minor. Mm. It's throw apples or send out a little electric pulse which gets their attention a little bit or play a little bit of music which gets their attention a little bit but only specific Pokemon react to the other two. All of them, well, no, there are Pokemon which don't even react to the fruit, to be honest. If you throw apples out, sometimes they ignore them if they don't want them. Yeah, um, some of them just don't eat them. Um, yeah, like, I, I hope that I'm wrong, and later down the line, there is a segment where I can force something to evolve or something, but it doesn't feel like there have been any puzzles, per se, to, to like, change route or unlock something new. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, there's definitely in like one of the first levels, there was definitely a separate route that just opened. I don't know what caused that to open, but it just kind of did. I believe <laughs> it's just point. research level. I don't mm. think it was because I'm still, I'm still research level two, and at some point during research level two, it changed, mm. like a, a separate route. It was the Beaver Dam or something. Just, yeah, it just goes around a different route now, um, which was strange to me. Um, I'm not sure what caused that, and I've definitely seen uh, a couple of things like uh, there's a pincer that's under the ground that you have to do something to to get it to come out. I remember that. Um, so there's some things. I, d- I hope they do more of that later on down the game. You're right, um, but I don't think it's quite at the level it was in the old one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um. I mean, it, it just trying to get like things like the pincer out of the ground is just a simple. Thing of just once you figure out what button to press, it's it's huh? it's it's you what either the button? um they they react in certain ways depending on which one you do and when you do it. Like you can get the pincer out of it. Um, Speci- I've done the pincer thing specific, but I've I've only ever done it once and I've not been able to do it since. I think specifically you have to try and lure other Pokemon over to it. So it's not like it's not necessarily just a point of like you click a button and it comes out. Think it requires a little bit of work. I think I just accidentally got it to happen one time. Yeah, I mean, I've done the same. Um, I mean, the very first thing which you can do in the N64 one is you can throw a row of apples out to make a Pikachu follow them across a beach to a surfboard, and then it will jump on the surfboard and start pretending to surf. That's the very first interaction you have. (laughs) And it's like, I kind of just miss having that level of interaction. Yeah. Like I like smacking the Magikarp into the thing. I like all of the um Geodudes clinging to the side of a cliff. If you want a good picture of them, you have to knock them off the cliff because they land and then they turn around and start posing. Mm-hmm. There's like Sandshrews and stuff oh. which you can't take photos of because they're too far away. But if you drop apples down, they roll down the hill and then grab the apples and then you can take photos of them. It's just things yeah. like that. It almost feels like the old game was an interactive tour. This one is a sightseeing game. 
Yeah, I've definitely noticed less interactivity. Like, it's more that you have to wait for the right moment and the right angle to get something, because that everyone's because everything's doing stuff in a certain pattern, and then they'll yeah eventually get to that point. So it does make me wonder whether, like, the reason why we don't know about some of them is because they're well hidden, maybe, possibly, and no one's worked them out yet. I don't or know. It becomes a more consistent. As the game goes on, in terms of like, no complication, possibly. And you two, are, you two are still like early game, correct? Yeah, I am definitely. Uh, it's hard to tell because I don't know where I would consider end game to be. Um, I think there's one region I haven't unlocked. Oh, okay. I think um, it was like ten to twelve hours. I've seen people completing it. Not. Oh. It's not crazy long. Oh. That's about as much as I've put in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Maybe um, if you're a bit slower, it doesn't quite. It depends how yeah, much you're trying to speed through it. That would be a lot longer than that. For, for the price, yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> just yeah. just getting from one end of the game to the other, yes. But I think um, there's a lot of requests and stuff which the game has. Because um, the, the, main, the main goal of the first game was to get a picture of Mew. It was to get all the way to the end and then realize that there's a secret level. And then once you've found out how to get to the secret level, you take a picture of Mew, you've effectively beaten the game. Um, that, that was the idea. In this one, I know that there's a special legendary at some point, but it doesn't feel like I've achieved special triggers to build up to some kind of finale yet. Because in the original, it was you had to get all three of the legendary birds, and then you had to find these five hidden messages um, and then once you did that, you gained access to the Mew level. And so far in this one, like, I've been looking. I've been looking around, like, is there a Dog Trio mountain somewhere? Is there a shadow of Mewtwo up against a wall or something? Like, but no. I've not seen anything you, like that. Have you guys encountered any legendaries? No. No, not yet. Just, mm. just big Meganium. That's it. Uh, <laughs> Whale Lord is very funny. When it appears a few times, there's <laughs> a big boy. Um, but I've liked I've liked the interactions and stuff you see Pokemon having, like a sort of like a a score bunny sleeping on top of a tortoise and stuff like that. It's, it's nice. Uh, it's just nice uh, to see all the little things. Um, and then you can just fuck about with them by chucking apples at their faces. <laughs> I like it. The professor, whenever like he sees one that you've clearly thrown an apple at and then taken a picture, he's like, looks like it's Looks like it's been bopped by something. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I was like, yeah, I bopped him. <laughs> I I'm looking I'm I'm hoping that they've added the ability to accelerate and break. Because it is very annoying when you know you can get a good picture if you were just going a bit faster. And the accelerate feature is something from the N64 game. It just makes well, you go double going speed. To help get a better picture that because you have a Pokemon moving alongside you at the same speed, or, uh, or it will slightly overtake you. If Yeah, if you can go faster, then you can look behind you and take photos. Or maybe something happens in front of you, like um, there's a Grookey and a Pichu that are constantly running around together, but they will often run off without you. If you can accelerate, maybe you can get better pictures by keeping up with them. Um, I yeah, need to I play more to see. Yeah. I think they must add that, because there's definitely certain things I've seen, like Near the end of the track, I'm like, there's no way I would have got a picture of that at this time. Like, it was too late, sort mm. of thing. 
So maybe. Yeah, and I would probably be a bit further along, but I think my main complaint really is the fact that once you hit level two on pretty much any stage, trying to hit level three is a bit of a grind. It takes a while. Yeah, I thought that. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, this will clearly get me up to level three, and then it goes like a quarter of the level. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, now I've got to run this hmm. thing three more times. But the thing is, is the levels aren't cumulative. They are based on your previous images. So if you scored 3,000 on one image, and then you take the same picture and score 4,000, the first time you took that picture, you got 3,000 points. Now, the difference is 1,000, you only get 1,000 points for it. You have to now take a yeah, completely different improve. picture. Yeah. Improve, yeah, it makes hmm. sense. You, yeah, you've got to improve to actually get that point to go up. That's probably why it takes so long once you get to that point. You, you can do um, a run where you take exactly the same pictures, but slightly better of everything and only get like 5,000 points overall just added to yeah. your experience because you've already taken those pictures, you've just refined them. But now what they want is for you to find the unique things that those Pokemon do and take pictures of those to get the maximum of like 4,000 to 5,000 depending on how well you do it. And yeah. sometimes that can just be a bit much because you're looking left and right trying to see like, What's that Pokemon going to do? Oh shit, I've just missed something behind me. Oh, was that special? I don't know if I've taken a photo of that or not because every Pokemon's got four different states that you need to take a picture of. It's just so easy to get lost in it. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with that because I have fun That's doing it. Plan. And it's like, yeah. there's clearly a lot, of, a lot of stuff that I could find. And it, it, I, I sort of prefer in that sort of game not to have a definitive, like, these are the things I need. And then. So I can just go and just explore and just see what I what I see. Mm. Um, but moving moving on from that, like that is the one thing I was going to say about the game is I'm, I'm I want I like it and I want to complete it. But I feel like every time I do a stream of it, it's like I end up having to. I get to a point after an hour and a half, maybe where there's not much more I can do because I I just have to redo content that I already did half an hour ago. In order to get there, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm just like I'm just gonna stop now. I, I need to play this in short bursts, which I don't think is a bad thing necessarily. It's just no. you, you can't. I don't think you can power through it because whilst things are fun to do, you will repeat a lot, and so you want to kind of leave it to another day. Games where you have to repeat a lot, I feel are good to at like just tackle the short periods off stream, and then come back to yeah. it on stream when you've got something new to do. Um, luckily once you've done the jungle section they kind of just dump three new levels on you and just say like yeah go to these places and that's great that's cool. um, there was a good burst of content there but then you realise once you've got all three of those places to level two you're suddenly in a position where you've got to grind out three regions and that can be a little disheartening fine I'll, I'll just do it in short bursts. It, it's it's given me a good reason to do like daily streams because I can just yeah, just an hour and a half, two hours. That'll that'll do. That's all it needs to so, be, yeah. really. Yeah. Sometimes that's all you need. Consistency. So. Yeah. Um, what else have I been playing? Obviously, I've been playing a crap ton of Shadowverse because that's kind of been my thing. Um, my streams for Shadowverse are actually doing relatively well now. Um, I found a, I went into the um, eSport Discord and put my thing up in there and I think I got a couple of viewers from doing that um, nice. 
but I'm starting to get regulars. Um, like, I get people jumping in, saying hello, telling me what's good, what's bad, uh, how I'm playing, and what kinds of things to look out for. It's just been really nice, to be honest. Is oh, sweet. It, I got the same thing playing Mario Maker, and that's definitely good. But because I wasn't as invested in the game, it didn't feel right for me to do it. Whereas because I'm more invested in this card game, I feel like I want to put more time into it. I don't know how good the lifespan of it's going to be, because I'm sure at some point it's just going to fall off. But we'll see what Possibly. happens. Possibly, Possibly maybe you'll it. keep a few people. I just feel like there's a ceiling I'm going to hit eventually. Hmm. It's not one of those games like Mario Maker where you could probably grow for quite some time. I reckon I'll probably get to a point where I've made, like, say, 20 people know who I am, and, like, say, 10 of them consistently come back to see what I'm doing. I don't think it will probably go much further than that, unless I'm bloody good at the game, which, <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> you never know. It's all worth it, regardless. All these things. Yeah. I know what the Build best decks are, and I'm not running any of them. <laughs> Nah, fair. You just want to have fun, so that's fair. Uh, kind of. I'm just pl playing what I've got access to. Yeah. Like, have you been putting the um the UK thing at the beginning of all your streams, by the way? I have been. Um, it's it's something which I thought about recently is whether or not it's relevant to do. Um, because my game is Japanese developed and is primarily played by um Eastern players. Um, having UK in the title helps because if you go onto Shadowverse on Twitch, the majority of the streams are all in Japanese or in Korean or something. Um, so if they see an English title, they'll be like, oh, an English player. But it's also not necessarily a like English player. It could just be like maybe European or something, or it really depends on what you're looking for. But there are some people out there which are just specifically looking for, like, American and English players. Hmm. Um, so just having UK in the front of it, I've managed to get quite a few other British people watching the streams. I've had quite a few oh, of them cool. turn up, um, which is surprising to me because I, I never expect to find like-minded people in my own country. I feel like... <laughs> A lot of stuff mm. happens either in America or in Japan, and we're kind of just eh. Yeah, yeah. When when yeah, we, we we dip our toes into all the different cultures. <laughs> yeah, we're not the crazy cousin, which is like Oceania region, like New Zealand and Australia, because they're just like they're English but upside down. They get to sit in every other like person's time zone, which is really strange. Yeah, but yeah, so, it's something I might try anyway because I feel like um, it there's obviously the people that want to find like-minded people regardless of what the game is, and it's easier to do if you know the UK. There's also the people like from America or from for, from Japan who just like are kind of kind of like the way that English people speak, you know. <laughs> You yeah. never know what yeah. you're going to have, yeah. what you're going to find. So yeah, it might be worth trying that up. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Also, should you playing Rune Terror and being a traitor? And me playing Legends of Rune Terror, yeah. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, ooh. 
He's going for a rival card game. What's he doing? Uh, the, the main reason why I started was because it was essentially Shadowverse, but bigger. Uh, um, and I was going to see if I could grow off of it, but... Uh, Legends of Runeterra is just another card game that doesn't seem to like its player base. Like, if, if you're going to make a game... If you're going to make a game where your players have got access to hundreds upon hundreds of tools, why make it difficult for your players to gain access to said tools? It's why I don't. It's why I don't play Hearthstone. It's why a lot of people that watch um, Shadowverse players don't like Hearthstone. It's because it's so hard to get into. Um, okay. Comparatively, if you go into a match and you try to fight someone, you're just going to get slapped in the face by all these massive legendaries that you have no hope of getting unless you drop your wallet on it. Um, Legends of Rune Terror is the middle ground. It is. All of the cards that you need are within a experience bar. So long as you keep playing the game, you're going to fill this experience bar, and eventually you'll have access to every card. Because we give, we give you these cards in a set order. If um, you choose a country, and you will gain cards from those countries. So if I say I want a Demacian deck, I choose Demacia, I keep playing, I build my experience, and I keep getting handed Demacian cards in a set order. Okay. The problem with that is I've got a Aurelia deck and I've been looking through the cards going, what does she combo well with? Ah, she combos really well with Misfortune. I want to put Misfortune in my deck, which means I now need to start um, going for Bilgewater to try to find Misfortune. I've been oh. going through halfway through Bilgewater and I'm sitting here like I still don't have Misfortune. At what point along this experience bar is the game going to give it to me? Because I'm starting to get tired of playing a subpar deck, just a janky piece of crap, waiting to get a card which might not even work. Because I might put her into the deck and find out that it's not very good. I guess it's certainly better than making you spend shit tons of money on it. Um, yeah. Or giving the people the option to just spend their ridiculous amounts of cash on it so they're better than everyone else. The problem is, yeah. it, it still does that. It's the same with MTG, though, I feel. It still they, does they do, that. They do both. The problem with it is because you're sitting there with a, a long grind that you don't want to do ahead of you, you're incentivized to spend money to skip it. Oh, okay. They'll let you do that. That's yeah. Fair. So you can spend uh, money to skip it. Uh, yeah. I could, if I wanted to, right now, drop a tenner and get all three Misfortune cards and slap her into my deck, but I don't want to. Yeah. Because well, the game doesn't make me want to play it. Yeah. This that's, is, that's fair enough. This is why I like Shadowverse. Because every single time a new expansion drops, they give you 10 booster packs for free. Literally, the game is just like, we want you to play. Here, have booster packs. Mm. And then halfway through the season, they give you another 10. And say, come on, please, keep playing our game. That's the way to do it. And I adore that. Because I managed to make it's a deck so quickly, which is actually competitive. Yeah, it's probably not as profitable as the other companies would like, unfortunately. As uh, you expect. <laughs> possibly, possibly. Um, Which is a very nice way of them doing it, but it's a smaller company from what I understand. So The weird thing about Runeterra, though, and they could fix it, they could genuinely fix it in Runeterra, you can't mm. dust cards. If you get a card, you, you've got it. You can't get rid of it. It's now yours forever. because of the leveling system where you just get given them, that kind of just makes sense. Yeah. For that. So I'm sitting here currently grinding up Bilgewater with all of these like Noxus cards that I have no interest in using. 
but I can't destroy my Noxus cards to get a currency to buy any other card because the game doesn't let you do that. Not like Hearthstone, where you get a legendary you don't want. You burn it to get points to buy a new legendary. You just can't do yeah, it. But the, the dust rate in Hearthstone is so bad. Yes, but at least it's there. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, I just have to delete my whole set to buy this one card. Cool. Yeah, I mean, watch it get nerfed or, or rotate out. That always feels good. Anyway, that's what I've been doing, and I've taken up pretty much the whole podcast talking about it. <laughs> Somebody... Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Take the reins! <laughs> this horse is wild! Um, Joe, what have you been playing? Sure, sure. Well, um, snap. Yeah. <laughs> We've done that conversation. <laughs> and that's it! <laughs> um, oh, well, I was going to say, like, I know, obviously, more of my standard shit. TFT. Uh, it's something I didn't speak about before because I didn't really know anything about it before. They've added a new game mode, which I think I think Dave would find this kind of interesting. I will say not, I've played one TFT match. It. I've played one TFT match yeah. last week. Huh. It confused what? the living crap out of me. I came last and I immediately closed it. <laughs> Huh? New set. That's what happens when you got a new set. You kind of just have to get used to it, and it it does get you for a bit. Um, there's a there's a new game mode though, which is like kind of separated out from the others. Um, it uses its own ranking system, which is entirely different. It it's strange. It's called Hyper Roll. Yes. I don't know if you saw that. That's what we played. You played Hyper. Oh no wonder you were confused. It's a brand new set, and it's Hyper Roll, which is do thing quickly now. Quickly as possible. Yeah, I just straight up didn't like it. I was just sitting there like, what do <laughs> yeah, any of these champions yeah. do and Don't. why can't I min-max anything? <laughs> if if um if you're doing Hyper Bowl, you need to already know exactly what you're planning to do and you need to focus on that one thing, hyper. Right. Like, hyper-focus. Because the games are maximum 20 minutes long. Um, the The idea is that you have limited time to do everything and you don't you don't gain interest, so you just roll as much as you want to try and find what you want to find. And so you want to get it, you just want to be doing it as quickly as possible because otherwise other people are going to get what you want. Um, this is very much like, it's very much more more refined in a way because you know exactly how much health you're going to lose if you lose a round at any time. Um, the rounds are less, there's, there's less carousels. There's just a carousel at the beginning. That's it. Um, it's more predictable, hmm. um, but it's very quick. You need to know what you're doing. It's <laughs> at speed all, TFT. At it's speed TFT. That's exactly what it is. That would explain um, why I lost because I was playing it like normal TFT. I would not rotate my champions until late game. Nah, you need. There's there's no point in keeping hold of your money, apart from you know there's no point in be rolling if you've got free gold because you won't be able to buy whatever you roll, you know that sort of thing. But um, yeah, you just want to be going quick. So. What I do is I find I'd find something that works in normal games, and then I'd try it in Hyper Bowl. I just keep trying a very specific set of things in Hyper Bowl. So I've got one that works really well, and I've just been sticking with it. Um, I see. It's fun though. It's in, it's interesting. It's um, it's a lot better to do if um, if you've not got as much time. So you just quickly squeeze one game of Hyper Bowl in very quick, very easily. Because it won't go any longer than 20 minutes. It's very predictable length as well. But yeah, I like it. It's interesting. The, yeah. the, t- the tier system is a bit unimaginative, though. <laughs> it's just, you are now great here. 
Yes, it was, wasn't you it? You are now green to... <laughs> it's just grey, green, blue, purple, I think. It's just like, okay. What correlation is that, though? Ah, oh, yes, of course green is above grey. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> it's the same as, like, Blizzard rarity, rarity order and stuff yeah. like that. Don't forget, I'm a Final Fantasy player. The colours are in the opposite <laughs> order. No, it's well. It's the same as that. It's the same. It's the same color order as the actual units that you buy in TFT as well. So I'm imagining the top rank is just gold. Right. Just, I will not lie. Or orange, or whatever the fuck. I get green and blue in TFT mixed up all the time. I quite right. often forget which one's higher rarity. Fair. No, the greens are the twos, and the blues are the threes. I, so. I, I blame all of those bloody isometric RPGs I played in my childhood. Like Baldur's Gate, Dark Alliance, um, D and D heroes, freaking champions of Norath, and all of that. Like all of them have got their own unique loot systems, and none of them can decide on the color scheme for what rarity should be. Yeah. The only thing which is correct, things like Diablo and that, is legendary is always yellow, or as close to yellow on the spectrum as possible. Maybe sometimes orange. Um. There was a game which did black, and that was for like shadow weapons and stuff. But the problem with that was like you highlight it and you've got no bloody idea what it says because the text box is grey. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> I suppose yeah, I, I, all the games I've ever focused on have had that same color grading system, mm. so I just I've just gotten very used to it. Um, yeah, it's been a lot more fun. It's an- another way TFT is now sucking me in. Uh, <laughs> Because <laughs> now I don't even have these periods when, like, well, I don't have enough time to play TFT, uh, TFT games, so I'm going to do something else. It's just like, well, I can just do a hyperball game now. Which uh, gives me something to do when I have very small amounts of time at work or something, where I'm just like, nothing's happening. I was going to quickly play a hyperball game. So, yeah, <laughs> it's good and bad. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Well, as long as you're enjoying it. I mean, I did have a little look at some of the champions to see what they did, but a, a lot of it really didn't make much sense to me, so... I, well, I, there's some interesting ones in there. Too. I did have, like, really God like... King Darius or something I managed to get. Yeah, they got, there's God King Darius and God King Garen. Yeah. And it's kind of like a, you know, the two sides thing. It's, um... You can only have one of them because otherwise they cancel each other's abilities out. And, um... Darius does more damage against the good, the good traits, and then Garen does more against the bad traits. You know, um, each trait is aligned to either Demacia or mm. um, Noxus. I don't know, Noxus, that's the one. Yeah, um, which is you know, I don't use it that often. This is literally just it's just the only people that make use of it are the God Kings. So unless you're using them, it's completely irrelevant. There's some really interesting things they've added to that. It makes sense if there's like, first one of them was called like Redemption or something characters revered or whatever it was, but most yeah. of them seem like Demacian characters. So I guess if you go up against someone which is doing that route, then having Darius would probably be quite good. It turns yeah, into a giant a... wolf. Yeah, it's very clearly like um, directly opposed traits. Like there's like redeemed, and then on the other side there's one that's kind of the opposite of redeemed and they have similar similar but different working powers um that kind of mirror each other uh which is cool cool. um 
And the other thing is that the cursed items, which have now made things double as confusing for items. Because <laughs> um, basically, if you combine a cursed item, like a sword or something, with another item, it will make the cursed version of that item, which has a different name, a different effect. It's like wow. risky. Like it'll be, oh, you, you get like way more health for Warmogs, for instance. But it also does like 100 true damage to you every second or something as the game goes. It'll be stuff like that. Nasty. Um, Sounds yeah. funny though, but I, I could see yeah. some fun happening with that. But it's another aspect of RNG to get through, though. It's just but no, you add because you add that, you add something like that to a to a hyper blood first or something, and it's counteracts it. You're gonna do some really interesting stuff with that. Oh yeah, a bizarre game. Like I, I do enjoy yeah. it. It will probably be something which I'll probably will not touch until I move in with you again, because then it will just be a case of, ah, this is something to talk about whilst the kettle's boiling. <laughs> fair, fair. Maybe next season by then, <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. Of which then the worlds will collide, and there'll be universes ripped asunder, and then KDA will turn up and start singing about <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I do like the theme of this one, so it's going to be hard to go on to another one. Yeah. That's me. I've actually played something different for once, though, so it just so happens that you already played it. Yeah. How about you, then, Mason? What have you been up to? Not too much different. Um, still continuing on the Persona 5, the Royal, as well as uh, Super Mario Maker 2. Um, only other games I've played this week... Well, those are the two that I've been streaming. The only, the only games I've been playing offline are... Persona 5 Scramble, I was just doing some grinding, and golf it with friends, weirdly enough. Offline, you say? No, 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 well, like, like as in off-stream. Ah, uh, okay. I'm playing that in my own time, it's just like, golf a random with... list of people. No, 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 no. Just <laughs> golf it with friends by myself. <laughs> um, yeah, golf it with friends with, like, just a random list of people. Um, nice. And it's chaos because your balls collide. We're having a good stream, Mason. <laughs> Is it now? But like everyone plays um together. Very close time. friends. Had <laughs> <laughs> a bad run of it tonight. <laughs> it just yeah, can't um, be helped. I won't repeat what I said, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, um, so it causes a lot of chaos, yeah. and it's very funny. I I can't remember if that's the one I played, or if it's another one. If there's one just yeah. called Golf It. Uh, yeah, there's golf here, there's golf here with friends, um, there's a bunch of different like mini-golf-based games, but mm. this one's really fun, and it's got a bunch of different themed courses, and a lot of them are that. So that's that's me, really. Where we should... Were you playing uh, 3D World as well? Oh yeah, 3D World. Um, me and Amy did another session of that tonight. We are nearly through World Castle, and um, nice. she is a borderline insane. <laughs> Every episode of that I watch, I swear she she just grows more and more distant yeah. from the game. She just I don't yeah. want to play it as anymore, Mason. Please. <laughs> no, today we were um we started off really strong. Like there was a lot of teamwork, and she was enjoying it. And by the end of it, she was like, "I fucking hate this," and you. <laughs> so it was a very good session. Looking forward to World Star then. Yeah, no. All the stuff that comes after that. Mm -hmm. The thing is, I'm aware of that. 
she isn't. <laughs> she thinks oh, this is the last one. She thinks it's the end. <laughs> Are we almost done with this? No. You're about, you're halfway through the game. <laughs> oh, she's gonna drop. It was honestly out. There was a yeah. lot of extra world shit. Oh yeah. my god. I'm surprised it goes clicked. Because you can tell from the um, amount of stamps we collected. Hmm. But she just hasn't clicked. Well. I'm evil. Yeah, there's yeah, way more. <laughs> yeah. I'm having a lot of fun with that, though. Are you. Like, I know you're going for like an 100% run, but are you planning to go through that additional content? Or do you reckon it'll probably be time the, um, to. The Star Worlds? Yeah. Oh, like the extra worlds. Yeah, no, we're 100%ing it. Fair we're enough. Getting it all done. And I want to get um, Rosalina. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I'm going to need it. It, it, uh, it definitely takes a while to get everything. Mm. Isn't there like an endless challenge sort of thing? Like, or am I just, is that just the one that's in Super Mario Odyssey? I can't remember now. Uh, I think that's in Odyssey. Okay. Oh, do I'm you mean... I'm not sure if they had a similar thing. Do you mean like the darker side of the moon? Yes, yes. <laughs> I've never completed that. I've gotten darn understand. close. Yes, yeah, I, I don't even know how long it goes on for because I've never, I just never completed it. I just remember going through a lot of different areas and being like, "Oh my god, when does this end?" <laughs> if you I, die, you're back at the beginning of the whole thing. It's like, oh, why? It's just a massive gauntlet, and to be honest, I really like it. It's just mm. my word. It's an endurance challenge. I just gave up and watched somebody else do it. I was like, oh, that's what's at the end. Cool, thank you. Now I don't have to do it. <laughs> no, I just, I, I prefer leaving it as a mystery to give me the, <laughs> the, the, you know, the reason to go back to it at some point and beat that hurdle. It's yeah, good. Odyssey is, something, uh, Odyssey is something I still need to tackle. Like I've, I've played um, a couple levels of it around a friend's house, but I haven't actually got the game at any point. Yeah, maybe that will be after 3D World. Honestly, oh, Amy can play happy and have a less stressful time. Ooh, the two-player. Ooh, it kind of it kind of adds more stress to it. Oh, really? Because <laughs> you you're not in control of your destiny. Yeah, yeah. You've got this second player who has yeah. to do all well, your hat shit for well, you. It'd be hilarious. Like it'd be hilarious. It's just 3D World continued then. <laughs> Effectively, like uh, there are a lot of difficult jumps you have to do, and if you're not throwing the hat correctly, you're just going to plummet to your death over and over. Mm. There are speedrunners that have to switch to two player just to make things easier sometimes. Yes, I have, but then they have um... to control both the things at the same time because they have to do it themselves. Yeah, some mad lads. Yeah, nuts. It's some entertaining stuff. Um, what else was it you said you played? It was all the Persona games. Cool, you're playing all of them. <laughs> yeah, Scramble and uh, Royal. Or Strikers and Royal. It's the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I fucking hate the word Scramble and I keep on saying it. <laughs> you hate it, but it's the one you say. Yeah, I know. I don't get why um, they changed it. Yeah, I've no Scramble's idea. Scramble's awful. It was, it was called um, Persona 5 Scramble in Japan, but it's called Strikers over here. Yeah. Bizarre. Strange. I don't think Scramble sounds right after Persona. <laughs> just doesn't sound right to me. No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. But yeah. Um, Strikers, Royal, Super Mario Maker 2, 3D World, Golfer with Friends. Plenty of stuff, to be honest. That's a mm. fair amount. I mean, all I've done 
these last two days as I've just sat here watching Resident Evil 8 streams. <laughs> like, in between me doing stuff. So, technically, I've been playing a lot of Resident Evil 8 with my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> technically. Yeah. Yeah, I've just been watching. I've started now watching all the, all the Pokemon stuff now that I've started playing it. <laughs> I've like, watched the, all of the many playthroughs. Should be fun. Yeah, mm. yeah, absolutely. Do you find yourself like avoiding let's plays of stuff which you intend to play, or do you like to, like? Yes. Sometimes I have in the past. I've watched something to confirm whether or not I wanted to try it. It completely depends on the game. Um, no, I just look this... at reviews if that's the case. Mm -hmm. Like as to what Dave just said. Yeah. I wouldn't look at like gameplay or a let's play if I. Um, needed to decide whether or not to play a game. I look at the reviews, right? Just so I don't spoil anything. Sometimes I don't necessarily trust a lot of reviewers, though. Whereas some of the, I have certain people that do let's plays that I would. I look for the general consensus. Like, I don't, and obviously you've just seen them play it. Yeah. Um. But also, whilst a review could say that oh it's good, it's bad. Um. Mm. If you see a let's play, you can sort of be, oh yeah, this is a game that I would like to play. Yourself. I can yeah, see yeah. that. Yeah. Mm. Um. But for me, it's, it depends on the game because if it's a really heavily story-based game, something like Resident Evil Village, I don't want to see any of that because if I do it at some yes. point, play it. Like I probably won't play it anytime soon, but if I do, that's going to completely ruin the experience for me. Mm, you want to um, be hundred percent blind. Yeah, um, Pokemon Snap was because <laughs> isn't one of those sorts of ones, but because I was literally about to play it like in the next week, <laughs> like I didn't want to spoil right. That experience at first so yeah i think it really depends what the game is and and when you're gonna when you're planning to play it personally see funnily enough um i tuned into a stream of resident evil village and watched the final fight and ending and didn't realize that's what it was i was just like <laughs> oh now the game's over okay i guess i know how it ends um and that's what got me to start watching it from the beginning because i was like all right well now i want to know how he got there <laughs> Yeah. And after watching six hours of it, I was like, do you know what? I don't need to buy this. I'm actually quite happy just sitting here watching somebody else 100% the whole thing because I would not have the patience for it. Yeah. With that sort of game, to be honest, I'd almost rather see the end and nothing else to see if I liked it. Because then at least I could, at least I still got the, the question of how do they get to that point? I need to yeah. know and then I'd see yeah. the rest of the game. Um, however, mean... you know. Luckily, the ending is so different to the rest of it. Like, mm. you could watch the ending and not know the contents of the game. Yeah, at all. It's an isolated boss fight where a specific thing happens. You don't know how these characters got to the point that they're at. You just know that they're trying to kill each other. Um, everything going on before it, like in their segmented areas, you've got no bloody idea what it's about. The only thing which is a bit off-putting is when the streamer starts talking about like stuff you've not seen. Like, oh, I thought this part of the game was a bit long. And you're just sitting there like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what, Lady yeah. D is actually 100 feet tall? What? <laughs> it's that sort of game, though, where, like, whilst um, I think overall streaming is really good for just to boost the game sales and stuff, I sometimes see the point of the people that are like, uh, the stream takes away from people playing the game because, as you said with that, like, Oh, you've watched it now. You don't really feel like you need to play it, and sometimes that is the case. <laughs> and there are certain games where 
you know you'd almost prefer to watch it i mean remember um atlas put out a statement saying that they didn't want people streaming persona 5 when it first launched yeah. because yeah. they didn't want people to ruin the story um that of course got backlash and they followed it up by saying okay all right that's fine you can stream it but please be careful streaming it after like the ryuji awakening sequence which makes complete sense because in all honesty the bit which made me jump on board with persona 5 was when a specific character does something because of kamashida's actions and i was just like oh this game's getting dark <laughs> yeah yeah i don't, I don't approve of people from stopping that shit though either uh, it's, you know it's a tough one um if you don't want to get spoiled don't watch it simple as really yeah a lot of the time the people that are going to watch a stream are not the sort of people that are going to buy it anyway i'd say what, if what? the sort of people that are going to watch a stream of a game the whole way through to the point where they don't play it ever probably didn't necessarily care about buying it anyway yeah the uh the problem for me is when you get spoiled just through titles and thumbnails so like, you wouldn't even click on the stream but because it's popped up you're yeah, fucked definitely <laughs> like you glance over it and you're like oh why <laughs> that's yeah. that's what i've seen with um because i don't necessarily jump immediately on a final fantasy 14 patch i get the mm. final boss of the like patches spoiled for me because i follow music channels Mm. here's all the final fantasy playlists and i watch them update with every fight with the new songs and it's just yeah. here's the oracle of darkness track and i'm like oh she's a boss oh <laughs> <laughs> oh shit it's a horrible feeling i mean i was never ever gonna do freaking floor 12 savage anyway so it's fine but <laughs> it's just interesting knowing it's there yeah but hey, uh, it is getting late, and I'm a very sleepy boy. Sleepy man. I think it's about time we get out the Christmas paper and start wrapping this up. <laughs> <laughs> like, completely the opposite time of year for that to be relevant to. Yeah, like, get the Halloween candy, boys. <laughs> That's closer. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas! <laughs> Actually, no, it's not. It's not closer. They're both five months away. What, backwards and forwards? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, they are, aren't they? Wow. <laughs> oh. I could not be more wrong today. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, April Fool's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this wasn't really a podcast. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Even listening to nothing for an hour and a half. Good job. Ah, uh, that's all it really is, isn't it? Did I ever go live? Yeah, apparently I did. <laughs> yeah, catch <laughs> Were we even here? Yeah. Perfectly balanced as all things should be. Uh, don't say that. When I play my Shen deck in Legends of Runeterra, whenever I lose, his lose quote is, This deck was unbalanced. <laughs> Sorry, Shen. I wish I was better. But hey guys, where can our lovely listeners and viewers find you? How about you go first, Jay? Yeah, you can find me at the same name, Balkine, B-A-L-K-Y-N-E, on Twitch, on Twitter, anywhere really. 
Um, I've been streaming quite a bit. I'm trying to get back into sort of semi-daily streams. Obviously, I can't do it every day. I do have a job. Damn it. Uh, but yeah, let's see you over there. Thank you very much. Good stuff. And how about you, Mason? Um, is my how is my name now? Is the double R on the name? Oh, no. you really lagged for me for a second. There, try that again. <laughs> it's not. Is my um username double R on the layout? Yes, it is. Okay, you can find me with the name on the layout. Then I get with two R's on Twitch, and I think everywhere else, i.e., Twitter and YouTube. It is one R. It is. One day we'll eventually fix that. Just put a support <laughs> ticket into Twitch. Uh, Just get rid of this random boy that doesn't use his Twitch account. Give it to me. Yes, let Mason okay. have the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably a lost cause, to be honest. Mm, yeah. It's a shame. There's a guy, really. called, there's a guy called that's Gus fun. Johnson who constantly pesters another guy called Gus Johnson on YouTube <laughs> on Twitter because he's got that name. <laughs> It's like, hey, can I have a name back now? Okay, no. Wow. That's well, all good, though. I'm not too fast. I have also been your host today. I am Top Hat Massacre. If you don't know where to find me, then I don't know how the bloody hell you found one this podcast and two this stream. <laughs> but you can find me at Top Hat underscore Massacre on pretty much everywhere. Um, I've even started messing about on Instagram more. But... Seriously, don't bother following my Instagram. I take pictures of the wall and just be like, is this how I do oh, the words? Follow his Instagram. Follow <laughs> Weird champ. Here's Weird a champ. picture of the floor. Is this how I do? <laughs> Am I socializing <laughs> correctly? <laughs> and yes, I've got that tournament on Saturday. Thank you for reminding oh, yeah. me. <laughs> Good luck in your Shadowverse tournament. You've got slipper hands. Dude, stop wearing your flippy floppies on your hands. Those are your fingies, not your feeties. You sleep around, yeah? Oh. You guys are definitely getting tired. <laughs> Dude, I'm fucking knackered. I need to go to bed. Let's call it, let's leave. call it. Thanks for listening, guys. It's been a pleasure. And we'll see you on the next Hype Check podcast. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.